Star Wars 7x7 episode 1893. Today, the first of a 10-part series where I will be examining over the next 10 weeks the nature of hope and how it manifests itself in the Star Wars movies. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode and let me explain a little bit further what is going to be going on over the next 10 weeks with these 10 episodes. So if you recall back in July I announced on the 5th anniversary of the show that I would be creating a new book called Hyperspacing Hope that would examine the nature of hope through the lens of Star Wars and since then and I think I've mentioned this here and there but just in case I haven't, um, I've also been nominated for and accepted to deliver a TEDx talk on the nature of hope seen through the lens of Star Wars movies. That also is happening in November as well. I'm very honored to be a TEDx speaker for the first time. And this is part of the research that I'm doing. I'm going to be going through all 10 of the Star Wars movies that have been released so far. And I'm going to be going through them in order of release. Now, this has nothing to do with arguments about what the right order to watch Star Wars movies in is or anything like that. Instead, this has more to do about the experience of Star Wars for anyone who actually saw the movies in the order in which they were presented in theaters because I feel like there are things to learn by watching them that way that wouldn't necessarily become that obvious if you watch them in any different order. And in fact, there's already something that I thought was kind of remarkable that I'll be discussing in a later episode about the nature of the Force as described by Obi-Wan Kenobi. But that's not why we're here for this episode. We are here to talk about hope in the original Star Wars, a.k.a. A New Hope. But in fact, this whole business about A New Hope wasn't added until years later, and I will give you the details about that bit of trivia after the break when we get there. For the purposes of our conversation, though, the business about hope, you know, when I say to you that it's interesting to look at the movies from this perspective because... It's what you and I would have experienced in the theater and how we would have interpreted the original Star Wars and Lucas's vision for it as we experienced it at the time. The hope that's being depicted here is not of the restoration of the Jedi Order. It's not of the discovery of Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's not of Luke becoming somebody who is a factor in this entire saga. It's not the creation of the Skywalker saga even. No, the hope is that the plans for the Death Star have been acquired by the Rebellion. And the opening crawl tells us that the Rebellion has scored its first victory against the Galactic Empire. That's the sort of thing that actually gives you hope. I mean, we don't know from this particular perspective how long the Galactic Civil War has been going on. We know that it's been going on for some time. We know that the Clone Wars happened a long time ago. <laughs> as far as we know. We know that the Imperial Senate has been in operation for a while, but was swept away during the events of the movie. And that's about it. Because of the fact that we're dropped into the middle of this conflict, we have no other perspective other than what is presented to us on screen. So not only are we joining the story 
in the darkest hour when it seems like the rebellion could be wiped out with one shot, we are also jumping in when there is finally a spark of hope that a major blow can be delivered against this galactic empire. But even that is sort of, you know, a step removed because the hope that they have is not based on the fact that they have the plans. The hope is that when they analyze the plans, they'll be able to find a weakness that they can exploit. They don't know for sure if that's even going to be the case. And so the whole movie is them keeping this spark alive, keeping this notion that, oh my gosh, when we finally have a chance to look at these plans, will we be able to find a way to defeat this Death Star? You know, that's the entire first two-thirds of the movie is just their hope that there will be some sort of weakness that they discover. Not even that they are going to be able to discover one and destroy the thing. And this is actually supported by the script as well. Now, I know that one of the most iconic lines from this movie, of course, is Princess Leia saying, Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. However, at two different times in the movie, first to Han Solo and then later at the Rebel base to Rebel leaders, she talks about the data contained in the R2 unit and says that she hopes that a weakness can be found or that a plan of attack can be devised. Like, hope is the word that she uses in talking about the analysis of the plans being carried by R2-D2. And when you look at the two people who use the word hope in this movie, it's really interesting to see the contrast between the two of them. Leia's uses of the word hope are very other-focused, if you will. They are very concerned with the well-being of other people, namely the trillions of beings in the galaxy who currently find themselves under the rule of the Galactic Empire. Meanwhile, you have Han Solo in contrast, whose expressions of hope are very much based in self-preservation, in particular the times when he says, I hope that old man got the tractor beam out of commission, right? Very much about his own personal safety, not even thinking about what the consequences of his personal safety are. I mean, obviously his hope for his own well-being translates into hope for the rebellion, being able to get the Death Star plans out from under their noses, but he doesn't necessarily know that at the time. He doesn't understand it, and he really is only focused on his own safety. And we'll talk more about these kinds of contrasts and the framework for hope in future episodes. But I did promise you that I would explain to you the addition of the subtitle of A New Hope to the movie, and I will do that after the break. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Constant Contact, the premier email marketing solution for small businesses and organizations. I've used their service since 2003, and over the past decade and a half, I've watched them evolve, make the product simpler, more powerful, easy to use, and do everything that they can to help train people to use the product more effectively and for it to work with other forms of marketing like social media, for example. So. Check out sw7x7.com slash email to learn more about Constant Contact and start a free trial. Once again, that is sw7x7.com slash email for a free trial. Welcome back. So, A New Hope was apparently used in production, but was not necessarily something shared with the general public. However, when The Art of Star Wars book was published in 1979, it included a complete script of the film. It was the revised fourth draft of the script, and the title page for it, as shared in the book The Art of Star Wars, was episode four, A New Hope, from the Journal of the Wills. And so, that is 
the first public appearance of the use of A New Hope as a subtitle for Star Wars. And there were multiple re-releases of Star Wars in theaters, however, it wasn't added until after The Empire Strikes Back came out in theaters. So that happened, of course, in May of 1980. It wasn't until April of 1981 when Star Wars was re-released in theaters that it have the episode for A New Hope subtitle attached to the opening crawl. And so there is your history in brief on A New Hope. That's my discussion of hope in the initial Star Wars movie. For the time being, there are other things that came up in my watching of the movie that I will share with you as a compare and contrast as we get into future movies. But for now, that's going to do it for our look at hope and our episode today as well. Thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other related Star Wars items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2019 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.